0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the main event, you're here, one final time, just until next season, with me Daniel, and Aaron, and once again we are joined by the FPL Rossoneri, Nick how are you doing, my friend? Uh,
1: hey guys, I'm back again, I mean, I hope I'm not uh, annoying now, and then, you
0: know, after last time But <laughs> uh, Aaron annoys everyone every episode, and Nick, keep so yeah. i <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm doing good. I, I had a small uh, holiday after the complete season stuff, and back rejuvenated uh, and, and hoping to kick on now.
0: Very good, very good. Uh, tonight we are going to be talking about how our final went. Obviously, I don't think there was um, too much went in minor iron but I'm not sure about yours, Nick. Uh, but. <laughs> I think that Real Madrid clean she threw us all off. Uh, we'll talk about final ranks. And then we'll just jump into a little bit of a chat at the end. So, Aaron, do you want to go first? How did your how did everything go? So final. Yeah. So
2: basically I the what I did, what my logic was with it was. I was thinking how the match would go, and I was like, I'm jumping all in. I'm going to go differential, all or nothing, just all on the line. I need two, oh, one, one final roll of the dice. So I had a Liverpool back eight. Oh, wow. uh, back well, eight. Really back I was, eight?
0: How is that even? Shelley can only be a back six. It's just the easiest way to look at it.
2: So four defenders, goalkeeper, three midfielders, and then the Real Madrid front three is wow. how I so I went all out uh cuz I didn't think Real Madrid would have many chances they didn't but they took them <laughs> um so and that's what threw me off in the end my captain was mané um and yeah I and I'm just trying to get my uh points up um ouch I, this is the first time I've opened the app since the final <laughs> I was Saying this to Dan yesterday because I'm too scared to look at it. Um, 35 points. Uh, I had Rodrigo up front and he came on for his beautiful one point, which stopped Furland Mendy coming off the bench. Um,
0: I've <laughs> so got that's Mendy first sub, mate, I wouldn't worry about it. I didn't put him in, I should have put him in. That was fate of the podcast last week. <laughs> um so I didn't
2: hedge my bets, and um, yeah, didn't go well. Didn't go well. So my I took a big hit because of that, and uh, unfortunately didn't get one percent. What What was your final rank? Uh, Twenty three thousand four hundred and
0: eighty four. What was your rank after the group stages? Just
2: like between... after the group stages, it was like a hundred and twenty
0: something thousand. So you climbed a hundred thousand places.
2: places. that's pretty. In, that's in in yeah, in the not Some
0: effort. <laughs> I mean, it was some effort to be that far <laughs> down the rankings. Anyway, when you put <laughs> <laughs> the top, back. Yeah, so I was saying, uh,
2: Dan, we were having a tr- little chat, and uh, I deserved it. Because having a look through the group stage, I went the whole group stage without Lewandowski or Haller. So, wow. the fact that I produce, help produce UCL
0: content, is just <laughs> a joke. <laughs> what are you looking for there? A bad joke. <laughs> um, we'll jump onto my train right now. So I got thirty-seven points. Uh, I also captain Mane. I had Mendy first sub. I went for three at the back with Trent, Canati, Robertson, over four pointers, which isn't horrendous, but when you consider what the Real Madrid lads got. Um, yeah, Diaz got three points. I had Vinicius Jr., Modric, and Fabinho got three points, rest for twos. So not great. My overall position uh, was 2,229, which. After my group stages is awful, but in general, it's like, ah, fine. Um, you're not to lose sleep over, but I think I've learned my lessons anyway from how I played the round of 16 this year. Not the round of 16 actually wasn't too bad, but the quarter finals onwards, I had a shocker. Uh, so onwards and upwards. We're not here for me and you tonight, though, Aaron. We are here <laughs> for the inaugural winner of the main event Champions League. 32 players joined, and FPL Rossinari Nick comes away with the W, beating our very own Nathan in the final. First of all, honest, like ranking this in uh, best moments of your life, how high up is this?
1: This is pretty high. I mean, like, thank you guys. First of all, um, for for this, I mean, first of all, for organizing the whole tournament and stuff, it was really amazing, and. Just to be there, part of the whole, you know, UCL fantasy, content creator community and stuff was really cool. And I never in a million years thought I'd actually win the whole thing. And I was, it was funny, I was talking to someone, I don't remember who, I was like talking about like the group stages and stuff and the initial draw. And I was like, you know, if I just get past the group stages, I'll be happy. Because yeah. looking at some of the names in the groups, like Tora and Viali, who won won the whole thing like last year and stuff, it was really... It was. I mean, it was a the level of managers for UCL fantasy was pretty high. So I'm um, I'm really happy. Like there was some luck, you know, in, in between here and there. But I mean, if you have to win something like this, you need your luck, you know, 100%. your fair share of hundred percent luck. And 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 yeah, I'm 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 super happy. I'm it's still sinking in, you know. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think overall. Um, from a you just a ucl fantasy perspective like i finished um, or of 756 which is which is pretty good because that's that was sort of my target like having a top 1k top 2k finish uh, because and I, it sort of now i mean this was the first year that i started creating content for ucl fantasy as well so it's it goes boards well for credibility as well right we could do well and, and and that's something that i'm really happy about um I think final day I finished with forty six points. I think uh, we had we did have a discussion about Kotoa or Allison, right? And then that sort of me having Tiago Kotoa and then he doing he having the you know match of the season for him, like
0: Unbelievable. some of the
1: saves Yeah, some of the saves were really cool. And he ended up like he he was the only guy who had like more than ten points for me. So twelve points for Kotoa and Captain Blank uh but it's okay i mean finals you know i think i've seen the, it's, i've seen a trend in in the sense that the ucl fantasy finals are always low scoring yeah. uh, you don't anything above 45 50 55 is pretty good i i consider pretty good so yeah i mean uh, i had like five uh, four uh, madrid players and the rest of them all were liverpool and funny thing was i i actually brought in cruz in the end, like I was going for Bale or Hazard, but then I ended up with Cruz. Cruz got five points as well, um, really? Tony Cruz. So that was there, but he was on my bench. But overall, happy, happy with the uh, progress, uh, and and I super happy after like winning, winning. And and the best part about this is for next season, I'll hopefully be in Pot One, which you is, will be which in is Pot One. Much much easier for the tournament. Yeah. I mean, compared to this last time around, which I was. I think I was part two or
0: three.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah. So it was really know, difficult.
0: Think, were you in Aaron's group?
1: No, I was. I was with uh, Viali and Kaius, and it was Cameron, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, it think I think was. My you group.
0: were a pot two because Vialli yeah. was part one because we went we went on overall rank from the season before. Yeah. I yeah. To Abdul yet, but I think the easiest way of moving forward for next season mm-hmm. is ranks are based on Champions League performance because obviously we've had eight people relegated okay. um, for, for finishing last and we're going to have eight new people come in so cool. i think anyone that got through to the uh the quarter finals should be pot one the remainder people from round of 16 pot two if you won the group stages pot three any newcomers regardless of where you finish pot four so i think that'll keep it really competitive that's how i envisage it i'll have to speak to abdul because uh, I don't want to do anything without him, because he's been such an integral part. So everyone follow Abdul Hamid as well, please, because he's an absolute legend. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, we have nothing to give to you right now, but <laughs> you do win either your choice of a copy of FIFA 23, which was started because... Um, that was what, the name you...
2: of our first episode. Yeah, the number very... 23.
0: <laughs> but I think uh, it, w- it was definitely the first few episodes. We... Um, We were discussing the prizes on offer and the game offer, like whatever FIFA game is out when the tournament starts, it'll be FIFA 22. Yeah. Bear in mind, it's just been a free game on PlayStation anyway. Yeah. (laughs) But generally that doesn't happen. But it's kind of like, why would you give, especially when it takes six months to get there, why would you give last season's game? It's so cheap. So we always said if we ever like, if you had enough followers and we did something that we'd try and give, like to take the mick out of UEFA, we'd try and give the next game <laughs> across. Um, however, some people don't have consoles whatever, so we, we've given you the choice between that or a football top of your choice. You've said that you're going to take the summer to uh, have a think. Take as long as you like with skin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take as long as you like and let me know which one you'd like. And if it is a top, just... Either send me a link or let me know what for size sure, you are, so sure. I can. And obviously, I'll have to get your address, and we'll just get it delivered straight at you at your address. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolute legends, you guys. I mean, he's first
2: probably, of all, yeah. I, I, Sorry, he's probably waiting for the new kits to be announced first. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. i was gonna say. I am. see what they look like. <laughs> I, I, I
1: was, I was like, should I get a kit? Because I have like a few uh, Milan kits as well, and I was like, it depends on Puma. To be honest, like if they do some. Weird kind of design, like like the fourth kit that got released for Milan, like a few months ago. Then I'll probably not go uh, the kit way. But I think the irony is uh, the next FIFA game is is not going to be called FIFA, right? Like so, this it's, next it's one to be is called...
0: twenty three is the last FIFA. Oh okay. And then so from FIFA twenty FIFA twenty four, it's EA
1: EA Sports FC.
0: Yeah, that's it, similar like that. EA
1: Sports FC. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. So yeah, I'm like I'll probably get the game itself. I
0: mean, yeah. like you
1: let yeah, us know what you like. I, I will, I will. We'll sure.
0: get it sent over to you. Obviously, if it is that <laughs> game, you we'll have to wait for it to come out first. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, congratulations on winning it. Uh, very, very well deserved. Yeah. It was not easy winning that, and so many people that are in that group have said it's harder to win <laughs> than the actual game. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. Some of the names in there were absolutely fantastic. I want to give a shout out to uh, Lewis as well at FPL Reactions. Just he, in terms of looking at it as a league, he finished with the most points in our league. So well done to him as well. No prizes though. Sorry, Lewis. (laughs) Have the shout out.
1: Yeah, I'm going to probably put this in in my bio, like on Twitter bio and
0: stuff. hundred percent.
1: I'm going to do that. You know, I was just thinking, I was like, should I do it? Maybe it's too much bragging. No, Ooh, i have to yeah, do it.
0: Definitely do it. But also, I just think it's good fun. I, kinda, yeah. I think it's really tongue-in-cheek as well. It's kind of like bragging, but it is tongue-in-cheek. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it's really funny. So yeah, <laughs> I, you should definitely do it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely.
1: But, but but the problem is like the likes of Tora and ViAli and all these big guns in useful fantasy. I'll have a target on my back next season, you know? where Which group is FPL Ross and yeah, Eri? It's a, here to beat them.
0: I don't... Well, we're actually going to create a WhatsApp group uh, oh, okay. called Everyone here Nick. <laughs> and, and we're just going to slag you off. And we we're, like, all going to... Right, how we're bringing them down this oh. year. Doing it. I um, mean,
1: you do realise, like, if some people plan it together, everybody can, you know... Whoever plays against me can play a Limitless that that game week and, you know, wildcard the other week and... and, and <laughs> I'm screwed for next season already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling that they'll, they'll just want to high rank themselves. But, yeah, probably. But, yeah. Um, Nick, you jumped on the podcast uh, last time and because of the time that we had, we uh, all went off in a rush. But you said that you had some questions for us. Yeah. So the floor is open.
1: Yeah. I mean, thanks, guys. Uh, I think, most of the questions, funnily enough, most of the questions were sort of answered when you did your spaces with 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 Lewis the other day, the final one. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't ask them anymore like it's it's kind of repetitive in a way. but my questions were very simple in terms of like just looking back at the season, you know uh, what would uh, and this is question to both you guys like uh, what was sort of your best decision and and what was your worst decision? Um, in the whole of UCL fantasy, that was my this is my first question.
0: I think Aaron's worst decision was uh, just being on a <laughs> Champions League podcast. <laughs> yeah, Go on, having, Aaron, to, just, having with... to
2: justify my bad decisions. You <laughs> um, know what yours is, but <laughs> yeah, and the fact that I had to try and defend it in a football fight as well was was <laughs> shocking as well. Um, yeah, not going. Having the whole group stage about Lewandowski, with yeah, that's definitely the worst decision. And I think that's the worst yeah. decision anyone's ever done. <laughs> um, <laughs> like You're even dead, even dead accounts had Lewandowski in. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was tough to take. Uh, and then uh, in the week that I limited list in the group stage, I had Lewandowski in but didn't captain him when he scored as Um, hat-trick. So even when I have him, I still uh, lose. So um, And my best decision, I think it has to come down to the knockout comeback in the fact that I used my wild card around earlier than what I was originally planning, um, because that set me up to kind of just really really claw back um and I think I finished higher than a lot of the people in the fan like in terms of the game week score match day score um I think I was quite high each time so um I was there or thereabouts for a lot of them and just I was definitely it's a shame it doesn't show you the average score but I was definitely just basing it on the people who were in our group chats and stuff I was higher by like 10 points each time. So, clawed it back. And I mean, just unfortunately, was, wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah, I, I just have a rebuttal question for you. I mean, do you not like Robert Lewandowski or something? I mean, was there a reason that you didn't go Lewandowski? Yeah, so what, happened, Lewandowski?
2: what yeah. happened was, uh, I didn't have him for the first two match days. And then when it Juventus were playing the early fixture against Malmo, and... At the time, I would PT all through the evening. Um, And so I didn't have an opportunity to kind of check my phone. And it would just be kind of, I would have to make all my transfers within like five minutes. Um, And so what would happen is that I saw Dybala starting against Malmo. And I was like, if I get Lewandowski in, I need to take a minus four. And I was like, I'm not doing a minus four. And just in five minutes rushing, uh made the decision to go. D- no, it, was, it wasn't it was Dybala. It was even worse. It was Lotaro Martinez. Oh, yes! Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> I remember this now.
2: Yeah, yeah. and um, awesome. I couldn't get rid of him because I had other fires to put out. My team was that shocking. Um, so in hindsight, the wild card, although it was getting out of jail, there was not really many twists in the knockouts as they usually are. So everyone was fine without a wild card in the group, in the knockout. So even though it helped me out a little bit, I needed to do it to fix my team. Um, so it wasn't the fact that I don't like him. I was trying to get him in, but just in fact, a five-minute rush, I chose Lotaro starting the early kickoff uh, over Sheriff. That's who it was. Uh, and not, chose not to
0: take the hit. And the hit, I would have made that back.
1: Okay
0: yeah the yeah uh, the reason why you didn't I think you didn't start with Lewandowski is because last year, because I remember you mentioned in the, this in one of the podcasts was last year I had him at the right time, had him for like four games or something, and then I binned him off and he didn't score. and I remember Aaron you going, you managed to like get on and off him at exactly the right time. and I think you saw his opening fixtures and went I don't think you. I I think he's going to be off it at first, and I think you tried to predict that and didn't, didn't sort of cotton on that Barcelona were absolute garbage at the beginning yep, of the season, yep. it was, it was guaranteed goals, and then the rest of it like the, uh, Bayern obviously were conceding a lot, but they were scoring so many as well. So I think that was one. I think that got into your head a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find a dead team around me in the ranks to see what
2: Lewandowski's scores were. Um don't know how easy that's gonna to be to I do. had
0: Lewandowski from the start, like, so
2: yeah. um oh yeah, that'll be easier to do. Go through your previous match days.
0: Um 13 points in the first game. You got 10 points in the second, you got six points in the third. You got, uh, <laughs> how many points he got 18, 18 points in the next, points. then six, then five, then two, 24, two, five. So that, I mean, them first five game weeks didn't blank. I mean, I suppose the first six game weeks he didn't blank because of five's technically not a blank, but it's a bit crap for a, a strike out of that price. Um okay. My biggest mistake uh, was comfortably. I've mentioned this loads. Obviously, I had to do a spaces with Lewis on when I was on a holiday. I had a few pina coladas. I wasn't drunk, but I was like, "Do you just like, yeah, I feel good." Like, you maybe don't make your best decision making. And I went Muller over Benzema. Benzema scored a hat. And then from there, I just couldn't get. Him. It was just Fires everywhere. Chelsea. Oh, yeah. It was just bad. It was just bad, bad, bad. That one decision totally derailed everything. So that is comfortably my worst decision. Best decision was wild card and match day two, which I mentioned on the spaces. Yeah. So um I purposely set up a wild card that would last me four game weeks. And that wild card got me for those four game weeks, 87, 88, 116, and 82 points. But the 87, I remember for the 87 and the 88, that was miles above average. Like they were people were kicking around with 60s. And I had Lewandowski, Sani, Benzema, Halla, Kimmich, Mazrawi, Dumfries all like getting big points for us. And then I brought in Goncalves and he he did the business for us for the next three weeks. So they were my best and worst. What about what about you, Nick? What was what was your best and worst decision?
1: I mean, my best decision, I'd say like, uh, was, I think, jumping on uh, Dan Juma very quickly. I mean, I, I got him in, in match day three and I think he never left my team till um, the quarter-final, semi-finals, second leg. And uh, the best one was, I mean, like his, especially on match day six, I think there was this one game versus Atalanta that was postponed a, one, a, a day later for some reason. Yeah. And he ended up getting like a brace and fifteen points on match day six, and that that was that was one of the important match days in which I climbed a lot of rank. I was around five six k, but then I rose quite a lot because of those fifteen points. And that was the same match day. I think I captained uh, Mbappe for like fifteen into two thirty points. Thing?
0: Did he get a hat trick?
1: He got a brace and an assist. Yeah. So it was, it was and MOTM uh, man of the match as well. So that was really cool and and i think uh, best decision again was very similar to you as well in terms of i wildcarded in match day 3 and i had similar points halls as you i mean like match day 3 i got 86 then match 4 68 and then match day 6 i got 98 so that sort of uh, paid off, paid out in terms of when i did my wildcard so that decision paid off massively and that in turn you know pushed me above um, to a good rank already going into the knockout stages because I feel you need to get to a higher, uh, decent enough rank, you know, by the time you finish your uh, group stages because after that, teams become, you know, there are lesser teams to play. they are more similar teams that come up. Differentials are less. And, you know, jumping ranks is much more difficult uh, knockout stages in, in yeah. the, from the knockout stages. So that was, that was good.
0: Not uh, like me above above you. It's really easy to climb ranks. <laughs> you were, you were life life. flying,
1: like you were like you had a rank of like, sef, like top hundred or something, right? Seventy-four. Uh, 74. Oh man! Well, it was
0: oh. the first signs of cracking was match day six because our limitless wild carded for sixty-three points. Oh yeah. And uh, my normal team, without. Without a captain, I decided I'd I'll, I'll pick my team, and that included an Aspilicueta one-pointer or something like that. I, I kept in what my actual team would be. I didn't want to lie. I'd be like, oh, it's just the best players. Um, yep. My actual team would have been 91 points or something without a captain. Yep. I had Dan Juma, who obviously... I'm on a limitless. I took him out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, little things like that. I went Messi over Mbappe, which I... That was much of a muchness. Messi got 13 points anyway. But a captain, Dybala, because he oh. was playing Malmo and got injured in the 44th minute or something. Oh,
1: no. At one point.
0: And it's just like, things like that absolutely kill you. Yeah.
1: It is what it is. I mean, in hindsight, uh, you know, you wouldn't think Dan Juma would score a brace away at Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta is do concede chances and goals, but you wouldn't consider... Danjuma getting a couple of goals goals yeah. and everything yeah so it's... that was that was yeah. yeah i think my worst decision i'd say was uh not sort of completely backing my gut in terms of getting in a pedro guns Gond- Gond- and 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 i think uh it was match day three when i wrote this differential article for all about fpl and i did mention him i did a piece about his stats and stuff and i sort of um I don't know. I was I was a bit stubborn in the sense that I went for Foden, and Marez over uh Pedro Gonçalves and and then um he was like he was just going absurd. Like he was so good. At those I think it was match day three and four. He got like eighteen points each, and I did not get that uh points haul. And that was sort of my regret because I think you had him, and yeah. apart from that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, apart from that, nobody else had him. And it was kind of like a big differential uh
0: during those match days yeah he got uh, when did I bring him in I brought him in match day 3 he got 6 points match day 4 he got 18 points match yeah. day 5 he got 18 points <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah. It was for those 3 games he was absolutely golden but they had got I'm sure they were playing rubbish teams I'm sure it was basically yeah, yeah. sad yeah, for those, yeah. 2 of those games and it's just like yes
1: yeah i didn't I didn't back my gut then like I was like, but then looking back now, I can say maybe it's hindsight talking like you know I should have gone and all that, but it is yeah, I think there are small things that you can fine tune moving forward uh into the next season and stuff, but this was one of the things I was like, i wish I wish you know yeah <laughs> yeah uh up. moving on, I think I have one more question it is very straightforward I mean, what are your thoughts about? The new feature in terms of the player of the match uh, awards like the bonus that you get you don't have bonus points as in like in fpl right but um you, what are your thoughts i mean do you think it's consistent enough to be you know they'll probably have it next season as well and
0: yeah
1: do do you think there are any other additions or or, or something that can be done to make it even better i mean i i really think the fantasy game usual fantasy game is pretty good in terms of how engaging it is, you know, split captaincy, uh, substitutions as well. But do you think any changes can be done for next season?
0: Um, We'll absolutely not make any of these changes, but changes that I'd like to see. I'm not bothered about the player, of the match thing. I like the fact that there's there's extra points to be gained because uh, it just makes things a little bit less samey, but... it's so difficult to predict who's going to get a player of the match because it's it's not an objective thing like it's not like someone scores and that's it it's it's someone's watching a game and well what do they think and we've all got like different opinions on who the player of the match is so i'm not too keen on that i don't play the sky game but I've, i've heard a lot about it and the reason i don't play it is just you get x amount of subs for the season you've got to so therefore you've got to plan it a lot and that sort of thing. But I like the idea that um, you get points for like, if you hit a certain amount of passes, you know, yeah. you do things like that. So I think that'd be better because I think we all like ball recoveries. My issue with ball recoveries is I'm still not entirely sure what a ball recovery is because I've even yeah. seen on the one football app, like Gundwan getting 13 ball recoveries and then on the game, he's got four. I'm like, well, what's the difference here? Um, because I know that the app, the gate like UEFA gaming hub do use things like one football and sofa score and that sort of thing as a to decide who gets like a, like maybe sometimes the assist or whether it's an own goal or not. Um so yeah, like I'd like some clarification on the ball recovery thing. That'd be really helpful because at the minute we're kind of just the only thing we've got to go on is actual data in terms of which player has the most points or game ball recoveries opposed to being able to watch and actually dissect like you, you can't watch Premier League games and go, these players have got these amount of ball recoveries because it doesn't match to whatever your UEFA's definition of it is in the gaming hub. So that's my biggest frustration. Aaron, what about you?
2: I'm a player of the match, we all predicted at the start of the year that it would be like defensive midfielders and like people who dictate play. I think it. There were some matches where it was just given to who scored the winning goal or stuff like that. But then there was other games where I think it was um, Inter Milan when they beat Liverpool. Uh, Rosabek
0: or someone won it. Know, I
2: thought it was De Vrij, got it. Well, no, yeah. It was we were like, like how, like how? Um, <laughs> and so there's the, the, sometimes where it was a bit confusing, but. I think most of the time it's right. Um, But it's just different when it's a different, like we're watching it on BT Sport, someone else is watching it on BN, um, someone's watching it on, who knows, I I forgot what the American one's called, but um, yeah, when you watch them, and they're given three different people, man of the match, and then the player of the match, someone's completely different. So there's four different players who apparently stood out the most. It's...
1: (laughs) a bit confusing
2: but yeah, it's all confusing. opinion isn't it like there's literally sometimes where you read why they got it and it's literally like
0: they performed <laughs> the best and you're
2: like okay
0: yeah. <laughs> somewhere we've have like borderline spat out a drink we're going what on un- what like why he just un- like totally not understood it at all um so yeah, what is there any features you want to see, Aaron? And any new ways of scoring points or whatever?
2: Um, I think a new feature would be nice if you could have like an emergency deadline transfer, so you could bring in Lewandowski <laughs> mid-match. I think that would be would be nice. <laughs> um, nice
1: one.
2: <laughs> nah, I can't think of any anything too much. Uh, All right, you Nick, what are you looking for?
1: Uh, I mean, like. First thoughts on uh, player of the match I mean my concern was Rooly, Right, like he got a man <laughs> I was really pissed off at Ruli. like he I think it was one of the games I think uh, with young boys Villarreal scored like four goals uh, I think Gerard Moreno got a brace and stuff he didn't get the man of the match truly got it for, and he they even conceded he didn't even ma- make anything <laughs> and, and that's and I had Ruli in my team but I was like why the heck did they give him the player of the match like and that you know, since then I've been like wavering my uh, thoughts on 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 the uh, man of the match points as well. But apart from that, I think what you mentioned about um, you know completed passes, points, extra points, and stuff like that, I wouldn't change much. Uh, or I wouldn't add much. It's already a good enough game in itself. But small things here and there uh, yeah. could be could be nice to see.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I just think like for things like that, just because it goes in mm-hmm. with that the fact that people like ball recoveries. I do think ball recoveries are great. I just want more clarity on what yeah. what is, like, in it should be in the rules, what is and isn't a ball recovery. Yeah. For sure. detail so that we can then at least make a decision.
1: So I think uh, we'll move on to the next question that I have in my mind. I mean, like, it's again, um, for like the whole season, I mean, what would be your biggest surprise, I would say, and biggest uh, shock or or. or like what you didn't see happening in terms of, maybe it, it could be uh, Champions League in general or UCL Fantasy, something.
0: There is a correct answer to this question. <laughs> An actual objective correct answer. But Aaron, what what's your answer first? Villarreal, uh,
2: Dan Juma. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the biggest surprise for me.
0: What do you mean? You didn't think that ex bournemouth Myth legend would manage to turn <laughs> on in the Champions League? <laughs> no, I think
2: now that actually now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know if the two minute, the two goals in two minutes for Real Madrid Man City, I don't know if that is
0: That's up there. That's that's a shock, but for me the biggest shock is um there was a football team in this year that technically belongs to a country that doesn't even exist. Uh I'll try and get the name of the country, but um they are situated. they have their own government, they have their own currency, and you've got to cross a border, they have their own military. they um are the last sort of the vestige of of um of the old Soviet Union, although I've seen videos on them, and they look like the kindest people in the world uh, in this team somehow managed to beat the, the winners of the Champions League this year. They've, I mean, I don't even know what the like the population of this is, but Sheriff beating Real Madrid is by far not just the shock of this Champions League. <laughs> it might be the biggest shock I've ever seen in the Champions League. Uh, I'm trying to find out the name of the... The the country that it's called because um, uh, they play in the Moldovan league. They they play in the Moldovan
1: league exactly. They don't even play in their own league.
0: <laughs> but it's a, it's uh a, it's well I mean I think they're the only team in the country. Um, let us try and get the the name. What what's your shock moment, Nick? I think
1: I think my um, biggest surprise, like in terms of Fusil Fantasy, is as as Aaron said, like. um Danjuma, like his his uh, shot to free, you know, so many points, playing every match day, getting decent scores every match day, in and out. The consistency with which he he played was really surprising, and 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 that's and Villarreal in general as a team, they got to the semifinals uh, with their budget and and everything that's been said and done. Like I I really did not see that coming, and I think uh, biggest uh, shock. I would say, is Bayern. Bayern going out to Villarreal. That, that, uh, I watched the whole game and, and before that, I was like, 110% Bayern are beating Villarreal for sure and they're going to progress. I loaded up on Bayern players like five, four, five. I had Kimmich, Komen, Sané, <laughs> Lewandowski and they go and, and get beaten by Villarreal at home uh, in the Allianz Arena and yeah, that was
0: that was a real shock to me as well in, in the in the Champions League. Yeah, the the country where Tiraspol is is yes. Transnistria. Oh, <laughs> Transnistria! So, um, I mean, you won't find anyone from Florida in there. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I've, I've 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 seen a couple of documentaries on the place, and it looks amazing. I really want to go. The people look like the most genuinely nice people in the world. Uh but yeah they earn absolute peanuts as well. In uh, I cannot believe that they did it. So well well done to them. Um yeah,
1: shout
0: shout out to Sheriff, right? Shout out to Sheriff, big <laughs> Sheriff, battering everyone in the Moldovan League when they're not even from well, it's it's kind of one of those dodgy situations where is it, is it not? But I mean I don't I don't think Transnistria is on a map. It's really bizarre. i I'd, I'd I'd recommend people um a, try and look it up, but B and Nick, you need to watch this. So there's a YouTube channel called Yes Theory. Okay, watch their video on it because they went there, they planned it all. Right, we're just we're going here. I think the two American lads want to see what it's like, and by an accident, they were there when Sheriff beat Real Madrid.
1: Oh wow! Okay, well just there.
0: they were like, oh, it just so happens that the plane. Like the best team in the world, so we're gonna go. They're gonna. So they all went to the stadium and had like screens up. Um, and the, <laughs> it was just like I couldn't believe we were there. It was amazing. So I'd recommend yeah. anyone. Yes, theory, the Transnistria, the country that doesn't exist.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Nick, I've got a question for you. What's yeah. it? UCL fantasy asset of all time. Oh, have you got a favorite?
1: Yeah, I actually do. It's it's pretty straightforward. Aaron didn't have him in in the group <laughs> stages. <laughs> I mean, it was. It, I really love uh, Riyad Mahrez as well as a player and as a fantasy asset. Um, but I think for consistency, generally, if I had to pick one, it would be uh, Robert Lewandowski in, in 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 recent times. But then again. Now I actually think about it, uh, you guys I I, I I still remember the ilichich uh twenty-four pointer, right? So for that, just for that, out of the blue twenty-four pointer. I kinda, from, I kinda believe uh, you were listening
0: Ilicic. to us when we recommended that. That's our very first podcast, I think. I'm sure <laughs> our very first podcast was. Yeah, so uh who we're gonna go for? Well uh, Captain Josip ilichich <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> That, that I would say was the biggest surprise ever in UCL fantasy. I mean, that along with maybe Tagliafico getting an 18 pointer on match day one as well, right?
0: Tagliafico doing that is why we started the podcast. I think that in terms oh, you of. We did, okay. We're, we're, we're sat at we're like, what should we do? Um, and we we'll put them in and we're like, maybe we're quite good at this game. Who knows? Good old days. <laughs> then obviously we decided to do it and then yeah it was that first podcast so Ilicic48 is as oh, he's man. referred to uh, he's on the podcast media. is is will forever be my favourite because he was the one that boosted us and I'd say the next one for me is Charles de Ketteler oh Cause yeah because we'd recommended him in our first full season four and a half million midfielder playing up front and people got him in based on our recommendation you get to, you got like three goals and two assists or something in the game, <laughs> and you can tell when we've had like a good shout because the listens just kind of do, kind uh, of get a big jump. Oh, by the way, Nick, congratulations! You must be one of our first twelve listeners. <laughs> I think that's how many were had for the first podcast. So th- yeah, thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, I think right from the start, I was. I was on the lookout for like a UCL fantasy. I used to play like right from the beginning when the game started and stuff. And I always wondered like FPL has so many podcasts and why doesn't UCL fantasy? And then I, I somehow, somewhere I I got onto the main event podcast and you guys and rest is history. You know, I I don't think I've missed any of your podcasts. To be oh, honest thank you, man. I've,
2: I think I, it's I, really... Poetic the fact that one of our first 12 listeners won the first ever Champions League That's amazing that by the way.
0: Yeah, like that is so deserved. That is so yeah. deserved. I feel <laughs> like we need to get Daniel Suarez on as well, because he's he's an he's OG. He's <laughs> he's always the first commenter, first like us. I feel like we should probably find a space for him as well, because he's a really nice guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I I mean I I just want to say again, you guys are doing a really good job, I hope. Uh, the channel and, you know, podcast, YouTube, whatever you guys do in the future as well, it grows. I will uh, do my best, to best you know, on Twitter or wherever it is to support you guys because I think what you have on your hands in terms of, you know, the deep dives that you do in, in your preview pods, whatever, especially, and anybody, you know, who's playing UCL Fantasy seriously, they can't give this a miss, so... so. Cool oh, to you
0: guys really as well. Kind, really kind of you, know If we've came so far, that first podcast, we're actually sat next to each other on Aaron's couch with a Aaron headphone, like
2: literally, like these headphones. We, we both like had like a headphone split and we were like talking in uh, like that. But, <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> amazing, yeah, amazing. But, yeah.
0: Like a like a policeman on the radio. Um, <laughs> Yeah, to you,
1: a, you you had longer hair as well, Daniel. Like I I I actually saw the YouTube videos as well, some of the old ones. Uh, did you? No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I had had well <laughs> I had lockdown for a bit. Oh yeah. Okay. So I got fat and long <laughs> hair. Is that? I think that's what everyone did for lockdown, yeah, didn't pr- it? Yeah, pretty uh, much. Couldn't couldn't go to the gym. Um I don't like going out and running. Couldn't play football. So yeah, uh, I, I put on put on a few chins underneath my <laughs> one very big chin and then uh, yeah my hair just got massive so yeah <laughs> I, I, I like having it <laughs> a little bit shorter now but yeah that, those even then it was a bit choppy and I was in a different house then and all that sort of stuff but yeah we do have plans for next year myself and Aaron were talking so we are looking to do more regular content and to answer the, the sort of rhetorical question that you asked before, you know, why is, why do people not do it? I think it's because there's 13 game weeks a so year and it's something that's really difficult to monetize. It's really difficult yeah. to set a Patreon. Thankfully, me and Aaron aren't here for that. Like, if we ever can do that, then that's fantastic. I'm sure we will take the opportunity, but we never set it up to make money. If we remember yeah,
2: correctly, it was so that we could stay in touch after we both left that
0: job we <laughs> were at. Aaron and I are from different backgrounds and like Aaron doesn't drink. I'm constantly drunk. I'm not, I'm not really. (laughs) uh, The weird thing is that people probably think I'm an alcoholic. I very rarely drink, Um, but it's more so just, yeah, like we, you know, Aaron's got a wife and he's got a second baby on the way. Uh, We have just difficult lives. And it it happens so often when you meet someone at work, one of is leaving and you know that you're probably not going to speak to them. So we're, we're, we're set it up where we had to speak to each other uh, just because we get on so well. Um, so that's, that's why we do it. It's literally so that we can stay in touch. And we, we tried playing the Champions League game. Like, right, we'll listen to Scout and Planet and all this sort of stuff. Hub, where's the UCL stuff? And there was nothing. So like, this is it. This is what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shall we? Also, it's a bit of a weird one.
1: Yeah. And what a decision that has been. Uh, I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, I think and that's also made probably your relationship even better. Right. Like after uh, Aaron left and stuff and you guys are still in touch, best mates and stuff. And I really hope like I do plan to come down to the UK uh, in September or August and we should definitely get get, get, you know, not Aaron doesn't drink, so not a drink maybe.
2: No, but no. I mean, I don't mind people. Like, I live in Newcastle. Like, it's pretty impossible to go out anywhere and not have alcohol Johnny somewhere. Tonight.
0: Johnny Depp's in Newcastle tonight. So oh yeah, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp yes is. is. Yes. I'm not even joking. We're not. He, he was literally at a restaurant in Newcastle. Oh, so, wow, Okay. He's in the Bridge Tavern, having mega pints. Oh. But yeah, uh, get yourself over, and we'll try and we'll try and get tickets to a game. If not, we'll. We'll go to a bar and watch it. And if anything, we've got a we've got a driver, Nick. Happy day. <laughs> so we'll get absolutely sloshed and make it For sure. And we'll, we'll, sure. we'll pick Muller over Benzema all over. <laughs> Guys, we are gonna wrap that up there. Uh thank you so much for listening to season two point five of the main event podcast. Uh sort of halfway through one. Um <laughs> Everyone that's followed us this year on Twitter, everyone that is downloaded, uh, we hit 10,000 downloads audio-wise this for the last podcast. Thanks to you, Nick. Thank you. That was only, <laughs> only on 1,200 before then. Um, <laughs> I'm not too sure about YouTube. Obviously, we haven't been doing that for as long. Um, but for everyone that's helped the channel grow, everyone that's spread the word, everyone that's retweeted us, we just want to say thank you so, so much because – sometimes when we are a bit tired and we can't quite be bothered uh knowing that actual people listen to this and want us to put something out there is what gets us off of backsides and in front of uh in front of our laptops. so thank you so much to everyone well done on your finishes if you didn't finish where you wanted it's okay next year is going to be coming around real quick and we'll be here with our group previews as ever. So give them a watch. Everyone follow Nick, FPL Rossenary Nick. And we will see you next okay. season. Thank you so much. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.